Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Father's Day. You know, often uh, days like today, whether it's a Father's Day or Mother's Day, what we do is like, okay, sit back, and it's my turn to receive and receive all the adorations and uh, thank yous and thank yous. But if you really think about the role mothers and role fathers, it's all about continuously giving and giving. In our biggest role as mother and fathers, each and every moment is to not stop making music. Just think about it. If mother and father stop making music in homes, what would happen to that mood of the family? It's just one of those inherent responsibility. Mother's Day, Father's Day does not mean we can just go and relax and not to make any music. So anything you'll make some music. This morning somebody made me some music here. Got a car that says the life you live, the smiles you bring, the difference you make. That's what we are celebrating today. Happy Father's Day. And you are a father to us here at the Calvary Vision Church. So that was kind of nice music. That it's contagious. So our role as believers in Christ is continue to make this impacting, um, contagious uh, uh, music that we all be doing all the time. You know, um, a music that can make a difference. You know, you can. The, the last message that I gave, we talked about making music through the wisdom. Wisdom that can change the world. Wisdom that can have a new reflection in life. That we can help and encourage others with the wisdom. Today we're going to talk about, a little bit about making a difference. By making some change. Making some commitment. There's actually, uh, as a father or even as a man, today is actually a good day to make some commitment. And you make some commitment that is obvious and think about kind of music you'll be making to your uh, family and to your friendship and, and the organization that you may be belonging to. There is a song, the song that you may know very well, Pastor Ben talks about it so much. He uses it for uh, bringing uh, uh, people together, especially the men. And, and, and this really is for men and for uh, fathers to just engage and listen and say, this is what I need to be doing. It begins with uh, a, a, the lyric that says, I'm going to make a change for once in my life. You know, we make lots of uh, changes, but once in a life that is really impacting the people around us, that really creates wonderful, beautiful, encouraging music for all of them. And when you do, it's going to feel good, and it's going to be right. It's that kind of music that we need to be playing, playing or making. And it says, for this, I am starting with me, that person in the mirror. And I'm going to ask him, that person in the mirror, which is you, it is us. To, to make the change. Make the change. And if I want to make, if you want to make the world around you to be a better place, well, take a good look and 
make that change. Just have, have a listen. This is uh, something that I came across. It's from K-pop. Hopefully the young can relate to the young people. But it's sang by high school students. And it, it, it's sort of like a competition. But I thought it was really touching. So I want you to have a listen. students you know uh, it just it was so cute what's that it's so cute and it's uh, I, I listened to several times I was so touched by uh, their uh, willingness to pray that but the most important thing is even as I was listening it just brings music to my heart and I it does I can see that from your reaction and, but most importantly, it's the lyric. It's what's in it. It's, it's you look that person who is you in the mirror and be able to say, I'm going to make some change. I deserve more. My family deserves better. My community deserves it. My company deserves better. Make some change. Look myself in the mirror. I'm going to make a change once for my life. And you know, when we do, when we do, you know it's going to feel good when you make that difference, going to make a difference. Hey, can I have the lyric uh, a little back up there? Yes, make that difference. And it says, as I turn up the color of my favorite winter coat. You know, color means just come thinking like this when you do this. You kind of think, you know. A little cold, but you, you think. This is about thinking. It's not about just because you're cold. And it says, it says that the wind is blowing in my mind. I was like, 
there's spirit, there's something talking to you. There's, 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 uh, there's tugging in your heart. You know, it's just moving. And you know, you need to carefully listen to those things. Because that's when God speaks to you in the quietest and the still moments. It's when he spoke, he speaks to you. And you need to listen. If what it says, says, whatever that comes to you. And then it says, I see the kids in the street with not enough to eat. It's like, do you feel the need? You see, who are these, the kids on the street? Hungry. That's your family members, your friends. They may not be hungry for food, but they may be hungry for your friendship. They may be hungry for that, that little phone call of, hey, hey, we messed up. Hey, I was just thinking about you on this Father's Day. Give a little note. It's the same kind of sentiment. You know, Jesus did exactly the same thing. This kids in the street, not enough to eat. That's us. Who we are lost on the streets. And he went to, he did the same thing in the heaven. And he felt the spirit moving. And he responded. And I'm going to make some change. I'm going to make this world a better place. He says, who am I to be blind? Who's going to do this? Oh, the government? Oh, that Pastor David? Pretending not to see their needs. What if our Lord Christ has said, forget about them. Let somebody else do it. Let mom do it. That's a lot of guys tend to do this. Let mom do it. No, 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 he said. I'm going to make a difference. That's why I want you to know that I'm starting with the man in the mirror. That's me. That's you. That's a man and the father in you. And that's mother in you as well. And I'm asking that person in the mirror to change his ways. And no message could be, have been any clearer. That's the spirit that moves in you. When you do this, you do this. Right? If you want to make a world a better place, take a good look at yourself and make that change. You see, when you make change and when you make a difference and you make it right, not only should you be feeling good, you are making the best music in the world. The best music. The truth is that everyone wants to make a difference. No matter who you are, we're born to make a difference. A child wants to make a difference. A mom wants to make a difference. Teachers, pastors, they all want to make a difference. Firemen, politicians, even our presence wants to make a difference. Young man wants to make a difference. Old man, widow, prisoner, sick, poor, and rich. They all want to make a difference. Sinners, addicts, lost, they all want to make a difference. It is at one time when it's so critical and when it's needed, when there is tugging, and you respond and listen, and you make a music, it can pay, it can change the world. It can change the world. 
There's illustration given by Gideon International. You know, they come to our church once a year to give a testimony about what the Bible that they've been giving out for years and years, millions and millions of Bible, and it brings all these stories back, and they, uh, they share one another the power of a Bible. So there was a story of a young Columbia girl who received a little tiny New Testament as a gift from the Gideons. So she brought it home and she started reading it. And once her father found out, and she, she, he didn't want her to read it. Because t- telling her that it's full of lies and just simple fantasies. So one day she uh, came home and she found out her Bible was gone. It was somewhat clear that it was possibly a father may have taken away from her. The father went to work that day. He was a mining engineer. Several hours later, the silent went off the community and she heard that all the miners, all 31 of them, were trapped in the mine. When the rescuers came five, six days later, it was too late. All of them had died. But the, West, the rescuers looked at this man, this father. He was clutching, uh, uh, holding this, this New Testament in his hands. So when they opened the front cover of the Bible, it read, To my daughter, keep reading this New Testament. It is true and right, and I will see you one day in heaven. Then as they turn to the back of the page, where Gideon's has to, in the back a commitment place where you can sign that I do profess that this Bible is real, and then I do profess that God, that Jesus is my Savior. He signed that commitment at the back of the Bible. But that was not the end of the story. As they turned the next page on the commitment, all the other 30 miners who died on that day also signed. Father made a difference. He said in that deep, dark miner's pit, is that I am going to make a change for once in my life. And I'm going to make it right. Yes, I have seen the best of my life. I now know the end of my life is coming. I see those hungry, lost kids on the street, and they are my fellow miners who are lost and worried. And I'm going to make a difference. And I'm going to give them a music of the heart, the living word of God. That's how you make music. That's how you make the music. That's a real music. Luke 21, 33 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. The music that we hear from the radios may pass away. But the music of the heart will never pass away. Verse 34 says, watch out for times like this. 
Continue to make music. Watch out. Don't let me find you living in a careless ease and drunkenness and filled with the worries of this life. Don't let that day catch you unaware as in a trap. Everybody wants to make a difference. Whether you want to or not, everybody gets this tugging. You have to look yourself in the mirror and make some change. For the last time, I was talking about you know, making music, and uh, this came to me as I was reading a Bible so many times, especially you go into uh, Psalms and Exodus and, and, and Proverbs and talk about how we as God-loving people need to sing. And every time I read it, it's like, I can't sing. It's not fair. There's so many people good in singing, good voices. They have this rhythm, and I don't have a rhythm, you know. People around me, every time I try to sing in the car, they say, stop. You're off the beat. You're messing up the music. I wish they can hear the music of my heart. Oh. Sing to the Lord, sing to him. I will sing. It's like 20 times in the Bible. And, and, it's, and then it goes, it's play, plays skillfully with the instruments. Like it's so obvious. It's, it's really referring to physical stuff. So I know I don't have it. Then it says to make music. It's like, that's like 12 times. In total, if you look at about how God is encouraging us to sing, Unto the Lord and make music, play skillfully. There's 134 times, depending on which version you look at. There's so much command about singing. As in 1 Psalm 13, 6, I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. And even about playing skillfully, sing to him a new song, play skillfully, and shout for joy. Begin the music, strike the tambourine, play the melodious harp and lyre. And making music, composing music. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. So I have to come up with a different way to make music. But it's pretty obvious in the Bible. You know, you don't look at it and say, oh, I got to go and go to singing lesson. I got to go and learn how to play the thing. That's good, too, and you should. I'm not even going to go near there. (laughs) But the essence of what our Lord wants us to do is to make the music of the heart, a music that impacts, touches, moves people. And when God says from the heaven, I like the music that you're making. We may not have a talent for the instrument or the voices, but we can still make music. When you make the things right, when you make the difference, when you make music, that's when God is pleased. That's when there is peace. That's when there are are people around you uh, who appreciate you. 
Why do we need to make a difference? Because we are called to make a difference. We are called to make a difference. We are called to make the music of the heart. We are called to make a difference in the lives of the people around us. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. The two key points in this particular verse is that God created Christ Jesus to good works in us. So we are to do and create the music. And the second thing is that God already prepared in advance for us to do so. I know most of us are pretty good at when, when parents give you money prepares a money in advance and they give it to you. And I know uh, most of people will just go and do something with it and spend. I don't think there's too many people, too many young people will hold on to that money for 100 years. They want to spend it. God says, I have given you what you need. I have given you the instrument. That's Jesus Christ. He's going to sing. All you got to do is bring him in and play that music. Play the music. And I've given you music. What are you going to do with it? Are you just burying it to be used to to 100 years from now? Most of us don't live that long. Be like a little kid. You get $100. You can't wait to spend the money. The next day, or even not that day, immediately they talk, think about trying to buy something. When God gives us music, we ought to be doing the same thing. Go and use it, because God has already prepared in advance for us to do so. Then oftentimes people say, well, how do I make the difference? And many people believe they can make the difference when they become an important person. When they have achieved a certain position of power. Or when they have this acquired certain talents. Does the Bible teach us that? You know, we're conditioned by our school system. Hey, you're just in elementary school. Oh, near junior high, you can't do this stuff in college. Okay, you just don't, don't even bother. You're in high school and you're in college. Oh, you haven't even graduated yet. You don't even have a degree and you can't get a job. We are conditioned to think we need to achieve something before we can do the things God has already prepared for us to do. Is that how Bible teaches? No, Bible teaches us to put your passion Describe what you want to do. Describe what is that God has already prepared in advance. Describe using verb instead of noun. I don't want to don't say that you want to be a musician. Say that I want to inspire people. If your vision and if your passion is to inspire using the verb instead of a noun, you know what you do? Even though you may not have been graduated from elite Music school, you can begin to inspire people. 
even in elementary school, even in high school, even in college, even without degrees. Bible teaches just the opposite. Just the opposite. So don't wait to become an important person, a powerful, or to achieve something. Achieving something, getting to a point, is the process. Is the process is going to take you there. Not like you know, you do nothing and just try to learn the instrument or degree and achievement, and then we're going to try to do something. That's secular world way of thinking. God does not choose the powerful people to do his work. God does not use powerful people to create music. Because when a powerful people create music, that doesn't sound good for some reason, not all the time. When, when the rejects, when the poor people, when they make music, I don't know, you answer me, brings more tears. It moves. It's alive. God uses those who are weak to make strength. God uses those who have just hit the bottom of the pit to make a difference. God uses those who are reject. God uses who are poor to make a difference. God uses these rejects, poor who hit the bottom of the pit. Jacob was a liar. Moses was stuttered. stuttered. Hosea's wife was a prostitute. Abram was too old. David was too young. Timothy had ulcers. Peter was afraid of death. John was self-righteous. Jesus was poor. Makes sense, right? It was poor. Paul was murdered. So was Moses. Jonah ran away from God. Jeremiah was depressed and suicidal. Elijah was burned out. Samson had a long hair. <laughs> Noah got drunk. And did I mention that Moses had a short fuse, just like Peter and Paul, as well as lots of folks around us. And God used these rejected people, foolish people, to make a difference. And they all made a music that touches our lives. First Corinthians 1, 27 through 28 says, but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and despised things. This is where the music is. This is where music of the heart is. Came back from South Korea a week ago. I have witnessed 4,000 people make music. 4,000 people made amazing music that day. I attended the World Conference held by Sarang Church, a church that I've been going about 
three or four times to give a message. This was their special annual mission conference. And we challenged them how we are to be able to make music in the marketplace. We have been criticizing marketplace more than making music in our marketplaces. And when we didn't like some things in the marketplace, and we are considered to be godly, godly, even godly men, says, this isn't place for me. I cannot make music here. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to go to seminary. I'm going to be an ordained pastor. And then I'm going to make music. And that's very, very appropriate. And we should continue to do that. But in the meantime, what had happened over 50 some hundred years in Europe is something that we did not want it to happen. Christianity went down in Europe. Seminary, most of the seminaries in Europe are closed. In the United States, you're beginning to see the same impact. People continue to go to seminary, become ordained pastors. But we turn our back against the marketplaces. We fail to make music in the marketplaces. We left them because that's simple place. That's the, just the business place. We left it. And that marketplaces are going up against us. They don't want us to pray in education. They don't want us to pray in graduation, in elementary, junior high school, high school, and colleges. They don't want to pray in before the meal in any association. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, any association that I go to, whether it's architectural association, engineering, or the contract association, whether there's a believer or not, we all, before the meal, we all prayed. We invited pastors to come pray for us. That are all gone during the last 10, 15 years. This country, back in 1969, when I came, everything was closed in honor of honoring the Lord's day. Everything changed. So when we made a challenge, when the 10,000 people gathered that particular day in the huge sanctuary of the church, we challenged them. I know there are so many rejects here. I know there are so many people hurting right now. I know there are so many people who have sickness. They don't have, you don't have the ability to speak well. You're old. You're young. You're self-righteous, but the point is that you're sitting here, 10,000 over you. How many people are willing to commit, commit by making music back into the marketplace? And we're going to teach you how to do that. And we're going to send you as a missionary, not to the overseas. There are other people with that passion. You've got to do that. But we're going to send missionaries to your own workplace as missionaries, and we're going to send six million of them, starting with Korea, and we're going to do it in America. And that was the first declaration. 4,000 people stood up. Yeah, they're, uh, they're about to make your music. 
They want to make a difference. They want to make the world a better place. It starts with that man in the mirror. Caught a call from yesterday with a pastor of that church. They're so excited. So excited. The, the timeline is next around June, they're going to send up minimum a commitment of 1,000 people, totally fully trained, and send them off. Appointing them, ordaining them, whatever the case. We're going to have them go through a brief, brief seminary training. And calls me up and says, I got even better news for you. There's one more seminary we want you to join because it's very, very symbolic. It's the first one. A seminary from the United States will be a biblical theological seminary where I'm board member there. And he brought another uh, seminary, the Union Theological Seminary in Europe. They want to join in. That's going to be the sparkle. That's going to be the first candlelight. And it's just going to go wild. We pray that God will make you music from this day on until we have that first send-off, minimum 1,000 people. And from that point on, let the music play. Let the music play. Yes, on this Father's Day, make change for once in your life and make it right. And let's begin with a man, that man in the mirror. And look at that man in the mirror and command him to change in the name of Jesus. And command him to change his ways. The message is clear. Just as that song went, the message is clear. This message for today for this man standing before the mirror is Isaiah 43 2. When you go through deep waters in great trouble, I will be with you. That's how you make music. Because music of the heart, you don't play by yourself. The, the instruments that I cannot play, it's Jesus playing for me. John 5 8. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat, and walk. Look yourself in the mirror. If there's tugging, I know there's going to be tugging, and do something by just simply getting up, picking up your mat, and just walk. That's making music of the heart. Ezekiel 36 26, 27, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you heart of flesh. That's music of the heart. That's making a difference. It's making a change. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That's music. When you become a new person, a new creation, a whole set of new music will come out of your heart. 
So if you want to make uh, this world a better place, if you want to make your life a better, if you want to make that very music of the heart, if you want to make a difference, then make a change. Make a difference in making music of the heart. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much.